Hey, hey, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am so excited and grateful that you are with me on this Tuesday morning. I hope that wherever you are, you are doing something fun and positive for yourself. And so if you followed me the last couple of months, because of the state of the world and because all of us in one way, one way, shape, or form are living with, dealing with, and living with uh, having COVID-19 in our lives, it's kind of like the, the uninvited guest that doesn't really want to leave. It's, I think what I have found in my conversations with people is that it has really, it has forced people not only to make different decisions about how they live, but also how they take care of themselves. And it sort of raised the the discussion again among a lot of us in the fitness community about how, what is the best way that we can serve um, our clients and our people? Because I think everybody logically knows on an intellectual level how important it is to be active and take care of themselves. But the bottom line is, is that really looks different for everybody. So, and that's part of it is that the, the strategy that works for you is the right one because it's the one that you stick with. And so I'm really excited about my guest today. Um, she and I were able to connect online and I was immediately attracted to her message and what she teaches because it's so in alignment with what I do, both in my community and with my, in my teachings with my clients and my students. My guest today is, is a national health coach. Her name is Kelly Howard. Uh, the name of her business is Fit is Freedom. And uh, that's a lot of what she talks about in her messaging, which is a lot about what I teach as well. And she calls herself a possibilities, motivation, and adventure coach. Kelly, I'm so excited we were able to connect today. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Outstanding. So why don't you tell, so what exactly is a possibilities, motivation, and adventure coach? It sounds really awesome, but what, how would you describe that? Well, actually, if you don't mind, I'm going to segue one second, because you said the strategy the strategy that works for you is the right one is so brilliant, like so brilliant. And I love that. Thank you for saying that. So what I've found is that a lot of times, like for me, people sometimes come to me because they say they want to lose weight, right? That That's their goal. And and I always say to people, you know, that's that's an outcome of what you look at in your life that could be a possibility. Like, What's a possibility? Like if, you're, if your life was going to be the best it would be, what's that possibility look like? And then is that enough to motivate you to get where you want to go? And then finally, is an adventure something that you want to put into your life? Because I find that a lot of times people need things to look forward to. So that's where the whole idea of possibility and motivation and adventure comes from. I am not someone who believes that people, or let me rephrase that, I am not someone who ever wants to believe that people are driven by pain instead of possibility, because you'll hear a lot of times in the world that, you know, people are running from pain. I want people to be running toward their possibilities. I love that. That just, that entire message just really resonates with me because, you know, one of the, the things, especially as we get older, that I've read, both in the exercise research and just in talking with people, is that you know, the quality of life is just is such an important thing to keep in mind. And I think, you know, depending on what you do when you're when you're younger, I mean, obviously things change as we get older, but it doesn't mean that we stop living. So I love how you talk about um, and you emphasize that having something to look forward to in your life is so important. I love that. And if you don't mind, I'd like to say something else about that, because there's a conversation I had just recently on another podcast. And 
what we were talking about is the fact that I really believe that it we're here we're both here in the states. So um, for the listeners that are here in the states, I can just speak to this. Sure. Our medical science has reached a point where we're going to live for a long time. Like that's all there is to it, and it's up to us to decide if we're going to live really well for a long time or really poorly held together by medicine for a long time. And that is like, to me, one of those driving factors is, you know, what do you want your life to look like as long as it possibly can? And are you doing everything you can to take care of yourself to make sure that that game is in place? Oh, I love that. That makes so much sense. My dad is a physician and I can't tell you how many discussions we've had in my family over the years about how much money is spent on the end of life, especially in versus prevention and lifestyle factors, which, you know, if you think about someone as they hit their seventies and eighties and they're struggling with health problems and medicines and all of that, I mean, what would that person's life look like had there been more of an emphasis on preventative strategies earlier? And, and we're not talking about anything like super complicated. I'm talking about just everyday types of Right. It, it's, it's not rocket science. It might be medical science, but it's not rocket science. Uh, no. <laughs> I know. A funny, like a quick little story is uh, last year, one of my favorite things to do is whitewater kayaking. Like I just love whitewater kayaking. Oh, fun. And so yeah, last year I happened to be on a river uh, in the Southeast with a couple of friends and it was one of their 70th birthday. And this wasn't a little river. Like this was a this was a river with some solid water on it, some solid rapids on it. And I thought, oh my gosh, yes. I mean, I only want to see that all of us, all of my friends on their 70th or maybe even 80th birthday are paddling big rivers together. I mean, isn't that cool? Yes, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um, You know, my dad is 80 and he still runs just about every day. Oh, wow. Good deal. And I mean, that's just, it's, and that, that, is, that is exactly one of the reasons why I do what I do is because our bodies are created to move. We were created to do things. We were not created to sit in a chair or lay on a sofa all day long. Amen. <laughs> and, you know, for, for a lot of people, you know, maybe whitewater kayaking isn't their thing, but so maybe you could bike ride. Maybe you could do a hike. Maybe you could swim. I mean, there's all kinds of things that can still be fun that don't have to necessarily be hard. It's true. And, and I just happen to be, that just happens to be my little adrenaline sport. But I mean, there's just so much out there. I mean, I have friends who are 70s, backpacking, hiking every day, running like your father, um, into their, my mother, who is no longer with me, but she, um, before she died, she was 85 and she was still a yoga instructor. So she was being a yoga instructor at 85. I was like, yeah. Yeah. I want to be like my mom. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, I, I I have a client now. He's 84, and he's been coming to see me for close to 15 years. Wow. And and in that time period, I mean, his wife has since passed away, but in that, he first started coming to me because he had retired from work, and he really wanted to get healthier because he wanted to travel and all of that, and so you know, not only has he lost weight, but we've been able to work on strength and balance. And he doesn't really travel anymore, so to speak, right now, but he's still very involved in the community. And that's just really important to him. That's just a, a classic example. It's just because you're, you're getting older doesn't mean that life stops. 
It's true. It's true. And, and you know, older is different for everyone. Right. And so there's just no reason not to start as soon as you can for as long as you possibly can. Right. Well, you know, I, I, I really, in my teachings and, you know, most of my clients are probably over the age of 50. I mean, I like to think of my, most of my clients fall into the, they're in the second half of their life. And so a lot of the things that we work on are just for that reason alone. So they can enjoy their life, spend time with their grandkids, travel, you know, and, and not feel like life is over with. I, I do think for some people, there's a mentality when you get to a certain age, and I don't know if it's society or maybe it's people in their inner circle, for the most part suggest, well, maybe you shouldn't do that. You're really getting old, too old, and that's probably not a good idea. And I don't buy into that for one minute. Oh, me neither. I think that's the perfect excuse to go do something when someone says you shouldn't do that. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I I, I sort of feel like sometimes people look at me like I have two heads when I say that. Like, no, it's the truth because it's, you know, 60 today is, is, is young. 60 today was like 30, 20 years ago. You know, it, it is true because people like our whole lifestyle, lifestyles were completely different years ago. And we've learned so much. I mean, we just know so much more than we used to. And, you know, one of the things that I do a lot in my business is I do a lot of destination retreats. And we always do some type of excursion or activity, um, whether it's going out on a boat and paddling or, you know, canoeing or swimming with the dolphins or, you know, hiking or something. Because to me, that's really at the essence of what being active is all about. It's being able to do all the things that you want to do. I mean, it, and yes, we, we definitely want to look better and we want to weigh, a, you know, a weight that we feel comfortable with, but it's so much more than that. It, it is so much more. And it's also so much, well, I mean, obviously like, you know, it's like we're having our own little, little rah-rah speak talk here because we both believe the same thing. But yeah. if we're not like for both of us, if we're out doing adventures, which is basically outdoor fun, right? right. then we're really living. And I think people are starting to understand that that getting outside is so important. And being able to do all these things that you're doing, you're taking people to do, I take people to do occasionally. That's so important. Well, and it's, and you know, it's just, it's like, it's to piggyback on what you were saying. You know, maybe, maybe going out on a paddleboard really isn't your thing, but maybe just riding in the boat and swimming would be something fun you could do. Right. Right. For some people, you know, some people's inner circle may say, oh, you know, you really need to be careful, you know, and, and I'm like, yeah, you can still be careful, but enjoy your life too. You can, and you can change your inner circle too. (laughs) Right. That's a choice. (laughs) That's a big choice. (laughs) So I have to, I have to tell you another story. This is something that came across my desk this week. And do you know what parkour is or free running? Yes, I've heard of it. Okay. So years ago, like years ago, I had read this book about it and it was a fiction book. And I thought, oh, how cool. Wow. I wish I was younger because I would love to do that. Like, and I know whenever I have that thought, it's a dumb thought, right? Uh-huh. So someone just sent me this, ar- this article about this company. It's called Silver Parkour. And they only take people, I think, who are 60 and up. And they're teaching them the moves. And of course, you know, you're not like, balancing on a a bar 40 feet above the, the 
river or the road or whatever, but they're teaching moves. And what they're doing is they're teaching people that basically, A, we can still keep doing what we want to do for as long as we want to, but B, there's so much balance and movement that we don't use with our bodies. And what's happening is they're finding that the people who are going through this program, and you know, they're 60, 70, 80 years old, they're not falling. They're not breaking hips. Wow. Because they're learning how to balance and they're learning how to fall if they do fall. I mean, I thought, wow, that's brilliant. You know, I had never even had an idea that that was possible. And, yeah, and, and this just, is what I do, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I, I love you brought that up because I think people think because let's say if you're really active anyway, and you, and you also work out, you know, let's say work, when I say work out, I mean, go to a gym or do some type of structured routine. I think people automatically assume that you're flexible and you have good balance and you never fall and you never have an accident and all of that kind of stuff. And I think it just, it just goes to show you that you have to work on the other things too. Yeah, you really do. And in a simple way without feeling like you're doing something super complicated or that's, you know, not going to work for you. It is. It's funny because I noticed this is now I'm, I'm almost 60. And so what, one thing I noticed was a few years ago, I, given my druthers, I mean, I love the gym. Like I've been a gym rat my entire life. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and Right. So, you know, just like love that. And I was getting a little burnt out with it. So I started just like, you know, diving down the cardio thing. It was cardio, 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 everything I was doing. And what I noticed was that I started losing muscle mass, which surprised me because up until that point, it hadn't been a deal. Like I just, had enough built in that I was okay. Yeah. And so what I realized was that we have to not step away from things as we get older. We have to jump in and embrace everything, whether it's lifting or, you know, cardio or yoga or balance or parkour or whatever it is. Like the more we embrace, the better off our bodies are going to be. And we can't hold back. I could not agree more. I think that's so important. I just find it interesting that people just assume because you're active that you never struggle with those things. And oh I, gosh, I struggle rebuttal, with it all the time. Yeah, well, all my rebuttal is, is, of course we do, but it's, it's, it, just, it just goes to show you that sometimes just you don't have to do like this long, complicated routine to make sure you get all those things. You know, there's, there's an easy way to make sure that we work all that in without feeling like you're living in the gym. That's true. And, and you do a lot of that, don't you? Yeah. 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 I have to. Yeah, a lot of what I, a lot of what, what, I, what I teach and what we do in my programs is about what I like to call functional fitness, where it's about, you know, all of our, all of the workouts that we do and the, the, the teachings are all based on the seven functional exercises. And, and the reason I like that, and the reason that speaks to me so much is, is that, you know, all of those activities we mimic in our everyday lives in some way. And so my rationale is always, you know, we strengthen our bodies and we get fit so that we can live the lives that we want. So true. Yeah. So true. And living the life you want can include adventure too. <laughs> of course, right? If that's if yeah. that's your thing, absolutely. Well, but you know, but travel travel takes strength and stamina and energy and all of that too. And so it just it just it's a perfect complement. It just makes sense. You know, that's a good point because when I say adventure, a lot of times people are thinking, oh, you want me, you know, you want me to go down a big river with you, Kelly. I'm not doing it. 
But I had a client last year who was, she was younger than me and um, by quite a bit actually. And she does a lot of traveling and she sent me this video that she did. And it was, I don't know, 300, 400, 500 steps. I don't know where she was in Morocco, I think. And she said, Kelly, look at what I just did. And she took the video and she swept up the stairs and came back down. And then she said, I just did that. And I would never have ever thought it was possible if we hadn't worked together. And I went, yes, that is so brilliant. Yeah. And that just, that just defines in a nutshell why you do what you do. It really does. That's what it's all about. So tell me in your own words, I love how you talk about how fitness is freedom. So, and basically I think we've alluded to that in our conversation, but just tell me a little bit in your kind of in a nutshell, what that, what that means and and how you explain it. So I really like one of my, if I, if you were to ask me what one of my driving factors is, it's freedom, right? It's a, it's what I do or why I do what I do. And a lot of the people that I used to work with were entrepreneurial women. And so I found that their driving factor too was freedom because why else do you work for yourself, right? Right. So I started thinking about it and I thought, but you can't be free if you're leading a life of overwork, under-exercise, no energy, which so many people have. Like, you know, right. at the end of the day, most of the people that I, that at least when they start to work with me, they're like, I'm tired at four. Or if I don't have a coffee at three, I can't keep going. And I'm thinking, you know, that, that just doesn't make sense. So right. why don't we change this? And so yeah. one of the first things I do is I want people to think about their why. Like, why do they want to have more energy? Why do they want to feel better? Why do they want to, why do they want to lose weight? Why do they want to look good? Like, what's that why? You know, that's the possibility, right? You know, what's driving? And then once someone knows what's driving them, it's so much easier to to realize that you have to actually make yourself a priority. Because if you don't make yourself a priority, you're always going to put yourself off. You're going to do the Monday syndrome where next Monday is the week that I start eating right. Or next right, Monday I love that. I start working out, right? Like yeah. how many times have you heard it or known people who said it, or even myself, I've said it to myself in the past. Like next Monday, I'm going to get this under control. Forget it. You have to put yourself first. And if you think that's selfish, then think second, because when you're not well, you, have, you won't be able to take care of the people that you care about and love in your life. Yeah. So- you want your why, you need to put yourself first, and then you need to schedule it. Because if you don't schedule something, it's not real. It's not real in your yeah. life. And we schedule our appointments, we schedule everything else. But a lot of the time people will be like, I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I think that Wednesday and Friday, I'm going to do something. Baloney, like Sunday night, I want people to have a schedule for the week. And it may change. Like things happen. Like maybe I've got a bike ride scheduled for this Friday. If it rains, I'm not going to ride. I'll do something different. But you have to schedule it. Then you have to take action on your schedule. Because when you take action on your schedule, what you're doing is you're telling yourself that not only are you a priority, but you can trust yourself. Yeah. Right? You can totally trust that what you say you're going to do, you do. 
Then the final step is you just look at what's worked, what didn't, and just start over and reschedule again. And maybe you can't do six days a week, but maybe you can do four. Yeah. And, and just figure it out and then keep going and always keep that why. And your why is your loved one, Jess, and it's your possibilities. I love that. It's very, very simple. But, but, then, but then again, it's, it ties back to that central purpose. You know, one yeah. of the things that, we you know, I, we, we, I talk a lot about this, the same kinds of things too. But one of the things that I emphasize is how important it is to have like a, almost like a personal honor code with yourself. Oh yeah. And, you know, and we, we usually do that at the very beginning. It's like, so, you know, everybody says, well, what are your goals and all that? But it, it's really more in the day-to-day actions that help you get traction so that you can actually see progress. And it's so true. It's so true. You know, and knowing why you're doing what you're doing rather than just going through the motions. And I, I look around the world today and I see so many people doing that, especially now it's people are just going through the motions, just quote unquote, trying to survive. I just got to get to Friday. I got to get to the weekend. And then, oh, it's Monday again. And I'm like, you know, if that's your mindset, then something needs adjusted. Yeah, something needs to change. I had a friend one time who used to get depressed on Sunday afternoons, Uh like really depressed. And it took a long, long time before she started really believing that you, your life should be good every day, uh-huh. not just on the weekends or not just on Saturdays. And it changed everything for her. Well, and I think that's, that's a decision. And it's, it's a decision that's available to anybody. You know, our minds want to keep us in a, in a place where we don't change anything. You know, but I have a colleague in the mindset space who says, if you're, if you're feeling resistance to something, then you're probably on the right track. <laughs> Because your mind, right? you're actually telling your mind, I'm going to do something different. And your mind wants you to do anything different. I, I read, yeah, I read a lot. And, and I don't, I never, like, there's certain things that I just don't remember. I kind of like skim over them. But it's something like you have, I'm going to make it up, 70,000 thoughts in a day. And, oh, yeah, at least you know, 60 to 70,000 thoughts. That's right. And out of that, many. how many of them are, are positive? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny if, if you sit with your thoughts for a minute and, and just say, take a five minute period of time and just write, just set a timer and just write down everything you're thinking. It's amazing what comes out. It's like, I think the other day I did that and I had like five or 10 different money statements and then the weather was crappy and I've got to go work in the yard and I got to go outside. I mean, it's just, just random things that were mixed in with that. And it just, it shows you, you know, how crazy your mind can get. And, and you wonder why so many people get stuck. Yeah. It's, have you ever done this? I don't know if you've ever done this, but it's, and all I've done is four hours. But when you do no input, like you can't write, you can't read, you can't speak, you can't anything, right? Just no input. And it's pretty interesting. I mean, your mind becomes like this, this orangutan in a real cell who knows that if they don't get out, you're going to die. Right. And I love it. It's, it's an interesting move. It's an interesting movement to do. Wow. Because you know, there are, there are lots of, um, I had a client once who went on a weekend retreat. She was going through a divorce at the time and just had a lot of drama in her personal life. And she was, and it was the type of event where they couldn't speak. 
they didn't speak almost the entire weekend. And it was just, it was all about like basically what you describe about just learning to observe what you're thinking and, and just being in a space where, to use your words, no input. And she said, she basically alluded to the same thing when she got home. She said, at first it was really hard because you want to talk and you feel like you need to be doing something. But, but she said it really taught her that she has to really watch her mind and know when her mind's going down a rabbit hole. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think every day, if we're honest, we all want to do that. And the key yeah. is being aware of it. Yeah. Yeah. The mind, like the whole mind piece. I mean, actually, I think that fitness completely begins in the mind, right? Oh, and completely. The whole mind piece is like this huge, huge conversation. But it's pretty interesting because it is, I think, 99% of the time, the thoughts and the thoughts and ideas that come from someone's mind that stops them from moving forward with their fitness, their, you know, their actions. Oh, yeah. Right? Right. Totally. Well, it's like, and, and to use your word, it really kind of shuts down the possibility because your mind wants to go to the space where you ask all the questions. Well, how am I going to do that? Well, what does that look like? Well, how much is that going to cost? Well, I can't do that. Well, my body won't do that or whatever else. And before you know it, you've talked yourself out of it before you even start. Yep. I love the, and my body can't do it. Oh, I, I hear that all the time from people. And so my rebuttal is always, well, why do you say that? I don't, I don't argue with them. I just say, tell me more about that because they've either been told that that's the only way they can do something or they've tried something in the past and they've gotten hurt. And so with good reason, they're trying to be cautious, but I always want to know more. I'm always like, what does that really mean? Tell me more about that. And they almost seem surprised like, well, don't you want to know what I did? I said, no, just tell me more. I just want to know more. Because it, it, sometimes it is just in the way you're, you process the information. Well, you may have a new client because I can tell you something. I have <laughs> always wanted to be a runner. Like, like anyone who follows me at all knows that like I've got this dream of being a gazelle and I'm like a plot horse. And <laughs> it's like, it's tragic. And, but what the most tragic part is, is it seems like I always injure myself. Yeah. And I know, I mean, I know that deep down inside, it's because I pulled my Achilles tendon when I was a little kid at this track meet. And I've ah. never been able to flip that switch. You might have to, you might have to do the tell me more on me. <laughs> ah, well, we can, we, can, we, can, we can certainly talk about that. So, so let's say that somebody out there is listening and they're really inspired and excited by, by listening to what we're talking about. Maybe they're thinking that that ship has sailed. That's another thing I hear from people. Well, that ship is sailed. And let's say they're thinking that and they're thinking they're just not really sure where to start. What would you tell them? I would tell them to ask themselves, what's that one thing that they've always wanted to do that they don't think they can do? Like, what's that one dream they've always had? And then think about what would happen if they could do it. So it begins in the mind, right? So right. what is that one dream, something that, you, that you've always wanted to do or you've thought about or it's been... A little, little niggling thing in the back of your head, but when you when you see a picture of that mountain range or you see someone hiking that canyon or whatever it is, you think, "Ah, oh, man, I wish I could do that." And then you really get into the possibility of it, and then, then find someone, find someone like you or myself or whoever it is out there 
who could show you the really little steps it takes to get started on that journey. Because once you start, like once you start with a, doesn't have to be a big plan. Once you start with a small plan, but you start taking steps, it's the action piece. You know, once you move into action, a body in motion stays in motion. And so much can come out of just looking for that thing that you really want and trusting that it can happen and then finding someone like yourself or myself or, you know, the people out there that are so good at this who help you just start taking those little steps and just do it. Yeah, I love I love the idea of taking baby steps. That's so important because you know, in today's world, we want things to happen right away. Oh gosh. <laughs> and we're we're used we're conditioned to that because we hear people, you know, we hear it in one of my big pet peeves are these commercials that say, you know, give us a week and we'll take off the weight. Okay. Oh my god. It's just Don't nothing about like changing the habits or addressing <laughs> what got you there to start with. You know, we want a quick fix. So yep. people need to be reminded that the baby step, you know, the baby steps are what's going to actually work much better than anything else. It, it is so, I mean, that's, I have a, what I call the three S's. It's start slow, steady. Uh-huh. And if you start slow, steady, you are going to avoid injuries. You're going to be able to build on a foundation you've created. And you just got to put on blinders. You can't yeah. look at all the stuff that goes on out there in the world. Whatever the pictures are, whatever the stories are, they're not real. It just you don't lose 30 pounds in 30 days and have a six-pack ab. Just yeah. doesn't happen. There, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> no, it's okay. It just it frustrates me because it's like, you know, I got an email and it was in my junk email the other day, and it was um, click here and get a free waist trainer. And I was like, <laughs> what? What is that? You know, it's there's always some something out there. And the pathetic thing is, is that, and pathetic is probably a strong word, but it just it frustrates me so much because, you know, there's people out there that will, that will buy it and think that they're going to get like immediate results. You know, it's just, it's so frustrating. It, it is frustrating. And it just goes to show that no matter who we are, we all really, really want what we dream about wanting right? I mean, we really, we really do have dreams and we really do have aspirations and we're all like that. And so being able to do the things that you need to do, even if, even if you're not seeing the results right away, it's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to hit that tipping point. It's going to happen. And you just follow those dreams that you have. Well, and you have to commit to doing it. You know, and and I think for so many people, what stops them, it's, I mean, it's like they know they got to get started. So they go ahead and start, but then there's some nagging thought in their mind that's, well, what if this doesn't work? Well, what if I can't stick with it? And you, the belief is where all of your power is, you know, believing and being committed to what you want. If you do that, then it's going to come. It is. I mean, can, yep. I mean, commitment, consistency, integrity with yourself. Those things are going to make it happen. Absolutely. Where can, where can my audience, anyone in my audience find you? Easiest place is if you go to my website, then it leads you to all the rest of the world. And the website is fitisfreedom.com. Fit is freedom. I just love that. It's such a great name. Thank you. It's so in alignment with, with what you do. So that's, it just, 
speaks volumes. So outstanding. So this has been really, really fun. I'm so glad we were able to connect. I really enjoyed um, our conversation. Thank you. Thank you. I am honored to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me. Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure. I'm, I'm glad we were able to connect. Do you have anything coming up? Is there anything that you're doing that you want to share with my audience before we sign off? Oh, yeah. Actually, I have a fun thing coming up because my second driving factor is fun. Yeah. <laughs> I never grew up. Um, but no, it's called 90 Days to Your Dream Adventure. Okay. And I'm putting together a whole program to help people. And a dream adventure in my world is a hiking trip or a biking trip or a multi-sport trip. So it's uh-huh. 90 days to that. And it, and it helps them not only like figure out or shows them how to train for it. It also shows them like everything that they need, like what they need to consider, how to yeah. find what they need to find, what safety factors they need to know about. I mean, it's just like this whole, it, you know how it is. When you put together a retreat and you take someone somewhere, they have to know all the different things that they need. So yeah. that's what I have coming up. And I would be happy to send you the link to the wait list for that. Oh, and perfect. I also, if you would like, I have a little um, gift that I'll send you for the your audience if they would like to download it. Oh, super. Okay. So you can find all of that in the show notes. So, um, so make sure... If, if anyone out there is listening and thinks that that sounds amazing, and it certainly sounds amazing to me, then go to Kelly's website, Fit is Freedom, or click on the link 90 Days to Your Dream Adventure. So we'll make sure all of that is, is available. And to, um, in just true, in true fashion, um, as, as we close up today, I just want to remind you all out there that you are never alone on this journey, that there is a group of like-minded people that wants to link arms with you and help you continue to work on your progress for whatever your fitness and self-care looks like for the life that you want to live. So please feel free to head over and join me in my free Facebook community, Living Your Ultimate Life, Your Fitness and Self-Care. That is the name of my community. Um, we have close to 500 people in our community now. And I would certainly love for you to join. It's always an open invitation. And if you're not on Facebook, please head over to my website at CU Fitness, the letter C, the letter U, fitness.com and click contact us and feel free to just send me an email. I always like to know what works for you, what doesn't work for you, what particularly is inspiring for you, and if there's any way that I can help or serve you in any way. So please feel free to reach out. Life is short. And it's important that we make the most of it. So this is Allison Kaskowski with the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Again, I am thankful and grateful for all of your support. We are now worldwide. We have thousands of listeners. We are on just about every continent now, and I could not do it without you. So I appreciate um, all of your support and all of your encouragement and just continuing to tune in each week and listen. It's my pleasure and my calling in life, I believe, to share my message. So I'm happy to do it in this way. So this is Allison Kaskowski with the Ultimate Journey in Self-Care. You are one step closer to living your ultimate life. So make it a good one.